We often hear about how positive thinking can change the quality of our lives and enhance our relationships. But is this actually all there is to it? I mean, can all of our life's problems, obstacles, and challenges really be resolved by applying ourselves to positive thinking? We'll talk about all of that and more because today I'm exposing the biggest myth about positivity, good vibes, and how it all plays into goal achievement. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Hey guys, so before we jump into today's episode, I have a big announcement that I think you're really going to love. Are you ready? All right, here we go. So the doors to 90 Days One Goal will be opening for the first time later this year. And this is my signature on-demand online training that only opens up about once every quarter. And so if you want to be notified when the doors actually open, then all you got to do is jump on the waitlist by heading over to TeresaForever.com backslash waitlist. So in this program, you're going to learn how to stay committed to your goals, even when life throws you curveballs, what to do when you fall off course so you can maintain your momentum, how to structure your day for improved productivity so that you can overcome procrastination. I'm also going to walk you through how you can overcome fear, self-sabotage, and all the emotions that prevent you from being consistent or staying motivated long enough to see progress happen in your life and your business. I'm going to teach you why trailblazers are able to carve their own path in the world without following the status quo. I'm going to help you to find true alignment and fulfillment in your life by understanding your unique purpose. I'm going to help you to manage your time. I'm going to show you how to take care of yourself while working towards your goals so that you don't end up burning out and overworked. I'm going to walk you through how to manage your responsibilities while juggling your different priorities and trying to build your dream. I'm going to teach you principle-based 
goal-setting strategies that overcome all of the fluff and nonsense that you've heard over the years about what is required in order for you to achieve your goals. I'm going to show you how to minimize distractions and stay focused so that you can actually begin to see real tangible progress in your life. I'm going to teach you how to create annual goals that are actually attainable and realistic to where you are in your life today. I'm going to show you how to block out the noise in your life that prevents you from growing and getting to your next level. I'm also going to walk you through how to use your mind in order to help you to achieve your goals instead of just allowing it to beat you up every day with reminders of how unworthy you are, how not ready you are, how much you are in need of training and, you know, all the different lies that we believe because we don't actually know how to train our brain to work with us to succeed. And so you're going to walk away from 90 Days One Goal with a complete and total goal achievement system to take your life to the next level. And like all of my online programs, you have full lifetime access. So this means that you can rinse and repeat the process for all the goals that you have, big and small. And you will also have access to future updates and, and changes and different things that we add to the program without any additional cost to you. So head over to www.theresaforever.com backslash waitlist to be the first person notified when the doors finally open later this year and while you're on the list i'm gonna send you some really cool tips and things that you can do in the meantime to get ready for your next level the transformation the growth the success that's all to come this year for you all right so let's jump back into today's episode so people often say have a positive outlook on your life and your life will change. And when most people say this, they usually mean that if we choose to see life through an optimistic lens, then we will have more energy, passion, strength, and all of that stuff to do what needs to be done in order to move our life forward, which is a nice, encouraging thing to say, but is it actually true? And this is how I think about my life. Like when I hear things that sound cute or that sound like hmm that's interesting I always stop to ask myself but is this true is this true because in order for something to be true it has to be a fact that applies to everyone 100% of the time kind of like gravity right we all know that if we jump out of a window our butts going straight down to the ground like there's nowhere to go but down we can't fly. We can't swim through the air. We can't glide. We're just falling straight down, right? And so this is true for all people everywhere in the world, no matter our geographical location, no matter how much money we have in the bank, no matter who we know, where we're from, all that stuff. That's a fact, right? So we know that's true. That's why we have principles. So principles are timeless truths that apply to every and anyone no matter where we come from. And so we can choose to see life through a positive frame, but does that actually mean that by choosing to see life through a positive frame, that that means everything is going to change, right? And I think by now you can tell that the answer is no. So any change that takes place in our life is a direct reflection of the actions that we took, which is deeply intertwined with our thoughts. And so by simply having a positive perspective, 
it can change your mood. It can change your emotions, but it won't change your situation unless you're actually backing those thoughts with action. And this is where the conversation on commitment comes in because people often say, I'm committed, I'm committed. I know that I want to grow my business. I know that I want to publish these books. I know that, you know, in five years from now, I want to have X amount of money in the bank. But if you're actually committed, then you would be taking steps today that would be creating that result for you tomorrow. And so if you're not actually taking the steps, if you're not actually aligning your words with your actions, then there's some level of cognitive dissonance there, right? You know what to do, you know how to do it, but for whatever reason, you're not doing it. It's it's cognitive dissonance. That's, that's the term that we use in um, neuroscience to explain why we as humans can say that, you know, we know this thing is a good idea. We know that eating healthy is good for us, but we still choose to eat McDonald's every time we drive by it, right? We know that saving money is good for us, but we choose to live paycheck to paycheck because spending it, it feels a lot better. And it's a habit that we've ingrained. And so instead of changing our habits, we choose to just maintain what we've always done, right? Cognitive dissonance. We want something better, but we don't do anything better. And so we end up with the same thing and then we cry about it. So what is true in this situation? So if someone who subscribes to this belief and is sharing this with others, saying that, you know, in order to change your life, you got to change your mind and all that stuff, then that's okay. It's okay that they're sharing this because I know that they're just trying to be hopeful and, and encouraging, right? They just want the person to, to see life through a, a better lens so that they could see some opportunities that they didn't see before and grab a hold of them so that they can create something differently. But thinking positively, even though it helps us to feel good, we know that it doesn't change our life. And so a better way to approach this could be to say that thinking positively is good. It's a good habit to practice. But if you really want to change your life, then start including X, Y, Z, all these different types of steps that people can take to actually create change in their life. So another common myth is that our thoughts shape our world. And so we got to kind of choose our thoughts carefully. And this is a little tricky one because there is some truth in this, right? And so I want to look at this in context because we, our minds are powerful. Like we know this based on science. Whatever we give our minds to automate and to anything that we habitually think about automatically turns into an automatic thought. So that's why when you wake up in the morning, you don't have to think about, hey, do I need to brush my teeth or not, right? Should I take a shower or not? Should I eat breakfast or not? Whatever habits you've ingrained or practiced over time, whatever things you have trained yourself in your mind to think and to do over time, you will get up and automatically do those things. So in the morning, I've automatically taught myself that I do not turn off the alarm. No matter what time it is, if I hear the alarm go off, I'm going to get up. Because I've taught myself that I'm the kind of person who wakes up when the alarm goes off. And when I don't want the alarm to go off, I turn it off. Like I literally, even if I know that it's one of my days to wake up early, I will turn it off because I know tomorrow I do not want to wake up early. And so I'm not even, I'm not going to teach myself this bad habit of rolling over and turning off the alarm. 
And I know some of you listening are probably like, T, I turn off the alarm. Are you saying that, you know, I'm lazy or whatever, whatever? No, this is not about you. I'm sharing my own personal story, okay? If you choose to turn off the alarm for your clock, then we can have a conversation about that another time. But really, what you're teaching yourself to do is break promises that you make to yourself. Because if you set the alarm for seven o'clock, and then when seven o'clock the next day comes, you don't follow through on that promise. You're teaching yourself that you cannot trust your word. You're teaching yourself that when I say something, when I promise myself something, I don't follow through. And so now when you set these goals and you say, hey, in the next 90 days, I want to you know, start posting on Instagram consistently and release my blog and get surrounded by the right community and all that stuff. You don't trust yourself to actually execute it because when you set a seven o'clock alarm and you make a promise to yourself to wake up at that time, you don't actually follow through on it. And so there's this cognitive dissonance. You know what to do, but you don't. And because you don't, you don't trust yourself. And then it's just a cycle of I don't trust myself. And so I keep making promises that I don't follow through on. And then the, the self-trust just continues to diminish. But that's a conversation for another time. So anyways, if our thoughts shape our world and we can choose our thoughts carefully, then is this true? What does this mean? How do we do this? And so this, I want us to keep this in context because this is a half truth. And any half truth means that there's a lie in it. And so if there's a lie, we gotta, we gotta clear that out so that we can make sure that we're actually aligning our lives with things that will actually work. Principles, not people's ideas, not things that sound nice and encouraging, but principles okay so here's the breakdown our brain houses our mind and so that is responsible for our our mind is responsible for our conscious logical thinking so this is how we process information learn new things understand concepts and ideas etc and then in our mind the mind is what stores our most dominant thoughts and so this is what is referred to as the subconscious part of our brain. And that helps us to automate processes, habits, behaviors, language, etc., which makes life easier once it's programmed to do the right things. And so is it true that our thoughts actually shape our life? Well, we know that the world was created from ideas, right? God came and he said, he came with an idea. He said, let there be light. And there was light. Boom, it appeared. And so, we know that the world, everything that we see even today was created, was formed, was, was birthed from an idea, right? The phone that you're holding in your hand, the laptop that you use every day, the clothes that you put on, all of these things started out as a thought in somebody's mind. Somebody saw a picture of it first in their mind and then decided to create it, to implement it to turn the vision that they saw on the inside into a tangible product or service that we can all experience on the outside, right? All of everything we see around us, cribs, strollers, dressers, you know, bedding, furniture, hats, every single thing, even restaurants, food, the menu design, everything started out as an idea in somebody's mind. That's incredible. And if you even take it a step further, you even started out as an idea in somebody's mind, right? Before you were created, God thought of you and said, all right, I want somebody who is like this. 
I want somebody with this kind of personality who has these kind of quirks, who thinks this way and who, you know, has a heart that is generous and blah, 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 blah. The list goes on. And he said, boom, and he made you. This is insane. Everything in life started out as an idea. Okay. So can ideas actually change our world? Absolutely. But in order for this to happen, there needs to be implementation. Hey, don't you think that it's time that you finally started taking some action towards your goals? I mean, like seriously, you've read all the books, you've attended all of the free workshops and webinars and summits and all the things. You've talked to as many free coaches as you could to get as much information as you could squeeze out of them. So don't you think that now is the time to actually start applying that information so that you can start seeing some results in your life? If you're nodding your head yes and you're saying, girl, you're speaking my language, then you got to join me in your next 90 days. So this is a free mini course. Yes, I said free. It's a free mini course designed to walk you through how to break down your annual goal so that you can start seeing results within the next three months. All right. So if you want access to this mini course, all you got to do is go to TeresaForever.com slash 90 days. Again, that's TeresaForever.com slash 90 days, and I will meet you there. implementation and so you can have a great idea swimming around in your mind for five years and it won't turn into anything because you haven't done anything with it right you could have the cure for cancer in your mind right now as you listen to this episode but until you actually implement it scientists and pharmacists will keep on looking for the cure they're going to keep doing what they need to do to find alternative solutions because you haven't yet implemented it so how do you turn your thoughts into tangible results? This is what I do. I keep track of all of my ideas. So I personally have a document called Brilliant Ideas because let's face it, trying to execute every idea that I get or even that you get can be distracting, right? Especially when you already have a busy full schedule. So when you create a document that has all of your ideas in it, you can always return to it and look at it and say, okay, what do I want to create now? Which one of these do I want to implement in the next 90 days, right? And that's how you can begin to see some traction with your goals and some progress with the ideas and the visions that you have in your heart. Because implementing 50 ideas at once is only going to create chaos in your schedule, tiredness in your mind and your body, and half-committed results for all of these projects and you don't want to be that person who puts out the half committed book or the half committed music album or the half committed blog right because you're gonna get people coming to you and listening to your stuff and believing in you and following you but they won't stay because you are not consistent and you're producing half-hearted stuff and nobody wants you know somebody's leftovers people want to feel like you actually put time and effort into doing whatever it is that you're doing. You know, you actually care about them and that's why you're putting this stuff out in the world, all right? So if you want to download this free 
document that I have called Brilliant Ideas to help you to store your ideas so that you can implement them one at a time. Or if you if you just want to look at it to get some inspiration to see what you can create on your own, because you don't necessarily need to use this. But I just wanted to share it with you just in case you wanted to save yourself some time and just like download this and, and pop in some ideas every time you get some really cool ideas, then you can download it. OK, the, the link is in the show notes. All you got to do is submit your email and it's yours. It's yours for free. I use this thing like literally every day. Because anytime I'm like, you know, meditating or um, working on other things, I'll get really cool ideas about the next thing that I could create. And especially as entrepreneurs, to all of y'all listening to this episode specifically, you have like a million ideas of all the great things that you can do, right? There's always something new, something cool, something, something that you could start that would help you to help people and would also help you to make money. And so you get really excited about all these different things. And then you go off and you you get started on them. But the the thing here is that although you, you have a lot of excitement getting started, following through to the end is where you seem to fall off, right? Completing these ideas all the way through to the finish line is what prevents you from actually turning your ideas into gold. And so if you're an entrepreneur and you really, really need help with this, then I recommend that you download this free Brilliant Ideas spreadsheet or make your own. You can use a notebook. You can use Evernote. You can use a Google Doc, whatever you want. But you can download this just to get an idea of what to do, what it looks like, all that stuff, and then create your own because it's powerful. It's so simple, but it makes such a big difference. And honestly, what I've learned is that if I want to be productive, then the best thing I can do for myself is to put these all of these ideas down on something that I can always go back to and review. Because if I just leave it swimming around in my mind, it will be there for like until I implement it. Or the worst that could happen is that I'll forget what it was and then I'll be like, man, I wonder what I was thinking. I wonder what that, that thing could have turned into. I wonder what would have been possible if I had implemented it and now I can't even remember, so I'll never know. You know, I don't want, I don't like it when that happens. And so, yeah, download it. If you want to, um, if you want to have something that, that captures your brilliant ideas, all right? So another myth is that when we keep our vibration or emotional senses high, or if we vibrate at the level of abundance, then we will become abundant, right? There's so much of that stuff out there especially when it comes to like, you know, becoming wealthy and all of that. Is that really all it takes? Is that really all it takes? And remember what we said, if this is true, then it has to be true for everybody, right? So when I think of people like Kevin O'Leary, he was one of the dragons on the Dragon's Den. And he's also one of the sharks in Shark Tank. So when I think of Kevin O'Leary, I don't think he's somebody who was vibrating at the level of abundance and that's how he became wealthy. You know what I mean? And that's not to say that anytime people say, oh, vibrate at abundance and become abundant. That, of course, they're not only talking about money, but money is a part of what they're talking about. Right. So is this actually true? Is everybody who's wealthy, do they all vibrate at a level of abundance? We know it's not true. We know like I could I could say countless people that are well known 
who very clearly do not vibrate at the level of abundance, whatever that means, however that looks. I know that the intention of this saying is to be a voice, to have a perspective that is against hustle culture and that wants people to become more healthy and have a better work ethic and all that kind of stuff. And I absolutely get it and I agree, right? We need to work from alignment. We need to rest and not be go, go, go all the time and all that stuff. But having an abundance mindset and the energy level of abundance is not what's going to get us to alignment. It's not what's going to get us to the levels of of abundance and wealth that we know we're capable of, of creating. And the way that I, I I break this down, even challenge myself with this stuff is like, I think to myself, did Oprah sit around raising her vibrations before she stepped out on the stage every day to welcome new guests on her national TV show before it went viral or before it spread across the nation, right? Do you think she actually sat down and said, I got to be more abundant before she stepped out on the stage? Maybe sometimes she did, you know, as she grew more and more spiritual. But in the beginning of her show, was she doing this stuff? I highly doubt it, right? Do you think that Jesus, one of the world's greatest leaders, spent weeks at a time working on his abundance mindset so he could attract more people to follow him? I don't think so, right? I think he just was who he was. He had a strong message and that's what brought people to him, right? He he wasn't like praying, oh God, help me to have a generous mindset so that I can help more people. He just knew this is how the father is. This is how God is in heaven. And so this is how I'm going to be here. And so he went out and he did it and people were attracted to that, right? Do you think Barack Obama felt positive every step of his journey working towards his goal of becoming the first black president when he was running his campaign in a historically racist nation. I don't think he felt positive every step of the way. I think he had some down days, some days when, when he felt like, yo, this is straight up uncomfortable. I don't want to do this anymore. Why did I even sign up for this? You know? So I think that as a whole in this personal development space we got to be honest about the way that we talk about some of these things right having the emotional presence of vibration of of abundance i mean right when i think of what vibration means i think of emotional intelligence and so when we have the emotional state of abundance or when we align our thoughts with ideas and feelings of what we imagine abundance to be none of those things will get us to achieving our goals, period. What will get us there is applying timeless principles. And I'm going to share some of them with you here, okay? So I'm not going to just leave you with like, oh, these are all myths, boo-hoo, go cry me a river, like go figure it out. No, I'm going to give you some principles here that apply to everyone, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, no matter what your situation, okay? So the first one is, to write the vision and make it plain. So get wise counsel. Get around people who are smarter than you. This is something you will hear all successful people say. I surrounded myself with people who knew things that I did not know. I got mentors. I got coaches. I was in communities having conversations with people 
who had achieved the things that I desired to achieve, period. I surrounded myself with big dreamers and that's how I attained my dreams. So this is no secret because people are sharing this stuff left, right, and center. You can go on YouTube and type in success and you will hear almost every successful person tell you that being around people who are smarter than you is one of the biggest gifts you can give to yourself. And recently, I was actually listening to an audiobook by Dave Ramsey called The Entree Leader, which is all about entrepreneurship and growing a business and developing your leadership skills. And he was talking about how he went bankrupt. And while he was on his journey to becoming a millionaire, instead of taking advice from people who were as broke as he was, he was diligent about changing his situation. And so he sought out people who were just a few steps ahead of him to advise him and to guide him down the right path so that he could get to where he wanted to go faster with less mistakes and with more clarity. That is what it means to get around people who are wise. That is what it means for iron to sharpen iron. There's a proverb that says iron sharpens iron. What that means is you get around people who are smarter than you, people who challenge you, people who have already paved the path. So if you're a goal getter, a few episodes ago, I I talked about the differences between goal getters and trailblazers. So if you're a goal getter, surround yourself with trailblazers. If you're not yet a goal getter, then surround yourself with goal getters. And if you're a trailblazer, then surround yourself with people who are blazing more trails than you, right? If you're blazing five, surround yourself with people who are blazing 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that simple. It's that simple, right? So for me personally, I've invested thousands of dollars to work with some of the best coaches and to get access to the most transformative programs, right? And it's for several different reasons. For one, I want to be the best coach that I can be in order to help you to get out of your stuff, right? I want to be able to have all the tools that I need to get rid of my stuff so I can help you to get rid of your stuff and the transformation can continue. You can help other people get out of their stuff when you're out of your stuff, right? And then number two, I surround myself with people who think differently than me, like so that my growing, my my thinking can grow and change and evolve. And I can grow more and more into understanding, like really and truly. And I know that sounds so simple, like what is understanding? Like, When you read through the Proverbs, there's a full book called Proverbs. Go check it out. Go Google it or something. There's a a book in the Bible called Proverbs. And when you read through that, like you'll hear the voice of wisdom saying, get understanding above all else. Get understanding because when you have understanding, it changes the way that you see the world, you know? And so I've been really trying to like understand what understanding is. And I know that sounds kind of funny because it's like understanding is so basic. Just go do a Google search and you'll see what understanding means. But it's way deeper than any dictionary definition. Having understanding is about it changes who you are when you understand. For example, if you are talking to somebody who is constantly disrespecting you, hurting your feelings and doing things that you feel are unnecessary and you're like, yo, bro, why is this person always attacking me? Why are they always like, I feel this passive aggressiveness or it could be like, I feel like they're always judging me or, you know, whatever it is. And you're like, bro, what's going on here? When you understand that it's not actually about you, but it's about them, it changes the way you treat them, right? 
they could still be treating you the same way, but it changes how you feel about them and, and, and what you do towards them. That's the power of understanding, true understanding. It produces compassion in us for people and for ourselves. We can look at ourselves and understand, yo, bro, that's why I struggle so badly with that thing. And now this is the way that I'm going to get out of it. Like just because we understand and have compassion with ourselves doesn't mean that we stay stuck, you know, but that's the power of understanding. When we surround ourselves with people that inspire us to do great things and that help us to stay on track with our goals, then that's when we actually begin to see progress happen in our life. So for you in your life, getting wise counsel might be in the form of learning from people that you aspire to be like on YouTube. Right. You may not have thousands of dollars to invest in a program and that is fine. There's no heat, no judgment. There's nothing wrong with being where you are. You're not behind. You're not like there's just nothing wrong with it. OK, so get wise counsel the way that you can get it. Follow them on YouTube, subscribe to their podcast, follow them on Instagram, eat up all the helpful content that they produce, because all of that is a form of mentorship. And even though it's free, it's valuable. If it's helping you, it's valuable. Okay. And don't forget to download their stuff. Like if, if these people that you follow are offering you free things that you can download to like work on your goals or work on your dreams or, you know, work on your business, whatever it is, then download the free stuff because those are some tools that you can use to get your life to the next level. Enroll in their free Facebook groups. Message them on Instagram. Ask them questions. When you see polls and stuff on their Instagram saying, hey, what do you think about this? Or, hey, do you have any questions about X, Y, Z? Submit your questions. Because nine times out of 10, they're actually trying to help you. They're act like they're not just trying to, they don't want to just make a dollar off of you being one of their followers or being a listener. No, they actually truly genuinely want to help you. But they don't know how if you're not actually reaching out, communicating with them and letting them know, hey, I've been struggling with this thing. How can what can I do here? And that's why I love that you guys submitted so many questions the other day when I posted that thing on, on my Instagram stories about what can I help you guys with? You guys submitted so many questions and let me know exactly what to talk about. That was awesome. Thank you. Right. So another principle that that helps us to actually create progress in our life is by working hard. And so I just want to quickly redefine what hard work is because it's not what you think it is, okay? When I think of hard work, I think of somebody doing a lot of physical labor, right? They're pushing themselves to carry heavy things and they're literally breaking their back to get the job done. But I don't think that's healthy, and I don't think that that's what it means to actually work hard. So hard work is being diligent. It's carefully considering your steps and choosing the most effective strategy that would allow for you to go the shortest distance in order to get to your goal. Okay, you can rewind that, play it back and write it down because that is gold. Okay, so the shortest distance doesn't mean that it takes less time, right? All it means is that everything can be broken down into a 90-day chunk. And instead of 
taking one year to achieve the thing, you take 90 days to achieve it, right? And also you'll begin to see progress in as little as seven to 14 days when you do it that way, because you begin changing right away. You're not waiting for some some stroke of magic or some some inspiration or some level of genius to strike you in order for you to begin to write, right? You just get going. You get going because you're focused on the key performance indicators, your KPIs. So how do we do this? You want to make the most of every opportunity, not some, but every. And when I say make the most of every opportunity, I'm not saying anyone, everyone who invites you to do something, you go do it, right? Everything that's available to you that you have the ability to do, you go do it. No, not every. You got to discern and figure out what's for me right now in this season and what's not, right? So this doesn't mean that you burn your little butt off trying to do everything at once, all right? When, when I say be diligent, you got to be careful about how you use your time, which relationships you invest in, how you manage your thoughts, how you manage your emotions, right? You want to make sure that you're staying in alignment with what you were created to do and what you have time for in this season, okay? You want to make sure that your life is a true picture of who God made you, not what people expect of you, not what people want you to do, not what people are hoping for you to do, okay? And so everything that I've shared with you, all of these principles here are timeless truths that you can find in every single self-help book that you read. So it's proven science and it's also proven in timeless classics like the Bible, which are full of so much wisdom that we can't even understand it all. So if you want more, just continue to listen to, to the podcast, continue to read these blogs, because honestly, this is a labor of love. I put all of this stuff together and the team helps me to publish it and to do all the things because you are worth it. And so if this helped you, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Go ahead and share it with a friend. Go ahead and download it. Save it to your phone. Listen to it again. Apply the information in this. And then hit me up on Instagram and tell me how it changed your life. Tell me what you implemented from this that's actually made a difference for you. Because that is why this podcast exists. Okay? We want to be your resource library. We want to be a place for trailblazers, goal getters, and leaders, and visionary people to come back and to get the things that they need to thrive in what they're called to do. So I love you when I mean it, and I hope that you have an awesome week. And until next time, I will see you back here next week. Mwah.